Hello, and welcome to Catholicism in the Car. My name is Parker Zerbal. Okay, continuing on where we got off with the argument for Catholicism from realism. So, I would say that uh, there would be a church that this would be most fitting or most ideal for man because of his body-soul composite that there would be a church where God works uh, physically to create spiritual effects and spiritually to create physical effects. Now, the spiritually to create physical effects would be miracles. The physically to create spiritual effects would be sacraments. So miracles and sacraments are uh, two sides of the same coin. They are God's grace either working physical to spiritual or spiritual to physical. And I would argue that because of Christ, everything that is done within the church is incarnational. And not only incarnational, but it is most fitting that it reflects heaven. It is most fitting that the church would reflect heaven most perfectly. Now, first off, this would seem most um, apparent because of the book of Revelation. The book of Revelation is an apocalyptic work, yes. But I think it is also the wor a work showing us how the church reflects heaven and how the church should reflect heaven. You have an entire divine liturgy going on within the book of Revelation. An entire divine liturgy with candlesticks and thuribles and smoke. You have, you have in the center, you have the sacrifice of the lamb who was slain but still alive upon the altar and the four horns of the altar and the blood spilling out into what in the earthly Jerusalem is known as the Kidron River but which in the heavenly Jerusalem is the river of life on which the banks of the river of life the tree of life bears fruit And there are fishermen in the tree of life, the apostles, and teachers, and preachers, and bishops, and priests, and deacons, who catch a mighty throng of fish amongst the branches of the tree of life. And how does the book of Revelation end? 
talking about how the tree of life's fruit is now open for all people to eat. So on a liturgical level, we see things such as candles, incense, um, we see altars, we see water, blessed water, we see wood, the tree, and we see the fruit of the tree of life, which when eaten brings the effect of eternal now, how else should the church image him? As is stated in the Holy Scriptures, Jesus Christ sits at the right hand of the Father. And this is not to be taken in the literal sense as, as uh, Ulrich Zwingli took it, in which he concluded that since God, since Jesus is at the right hand of the Father in his, in his human and divine nature, therefore the Eucharist can only be symbolic. No, no, no. It is literal. It is literal. Jesus does sit at the, the right hand of the Father in his divine and human nature. But because his divine nature is divine and his human nature has been divinized, both can be anywhere. We see this at the end of the book of John when Jesus can be, uh, it appears two places at once, uh, or walk through walls as he walks through the door into the upper room where all the disciples are hiding, where he immediately disappears in the breaking of the bread, another Eucharistic analogy in front of the disciples on the road to Emmaus. And lastly, the church images heaven in her headship. The church images heaven because Christ sits at the right hand of the Father and the Father is King. And what do we have within the Catholic Church? We have a king of sorts, but we have, as was desired in the Old Testament, a priestly king. So it may not be that it is clear in history or clear in scripture that the Pope exercises his supremacy over the whole church and jurisdictional authority, but it is most fitting. And I think from a realist perspective, things that are most fitting need to be taken seriously into consideration. Because from a realist perspective, all of reality fits together, especially after the fall. Or, I'm sorry, especially after the redemption we have through Jesus Christ from the fall. All of reality must fit together and make a coherent sense. All the puzzle pieces must fit together perfectly. They will not fit totally perfectly. There are, of course, many, many individuals within the church who are scandalous, cowards, evil men. But this is not because of the structure that was set up. For that structure shows the heavenly realities. And lastly, another point upon the resurrection of the body. If man is mostly or primarily spiritual, the resurrection of the body is an afterthought. If man is a composite being in flesh soul, it means that when he is only his soul up in heaven, this is 
an unideal state. God is holding him in existence without his body. This is a miraculous state, but it is not ideal. Therefore, the resurrection of the body is necessary at the end of time, not just to image Christ, but so that we may again be whole, so that we may be whole.